Hey y'all, this is Ovi, and you're tuned in to Yeah, But Are You Listening? A space created for us to laugh and cry, share blueprints, and grow through transparency. We'll talk about the things that make us nervous and the things that get us hyped, but most of all, we'll be authentic. Let's get to it. The first thing I want to do is thank everyone who took the time to listen to episode one. I've gotten tons of feedback um, via texts and DMs, messages, Facebook messages, reviews. Some of it's been really good. Most of it. Most of it's been really, really good. And then there was some also some constructive criticism, which I also appreciate because I have told you guys uh, multiple times that I want to grow. And so I can't do that if everybody says they love it, right? So um, although it's not always easy to hear, it is very important. And so I just wanna take, wanted to take a minute to thank you guys for that and tell you that I am working on getting better. I'm working on incorporating some of the things, some of the suggestions that were made. Um, so please keep your feedback coming, um, but be nice to me, please, <laughs> but keep it coming. So I had a thought about something I wanted to share and decided that that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. So have you ever been in a room or at an event and you were the expert? And so you were the person and the event that everybody was looking to for answers. People couldn't wait to hear what you had to say. Um, You were the person that they were there to see. And while it's an amazing feeling for you to be the one that everybody is there to see, what kind of stuck with me today is we only grow if we put ourselves in situations where we are not the sharpest knife in the drawer every time. So that doesn't mean reduce yourself, reduce your expertise so that you are never the sharpest knife in the drawer, but... I think the saying is that iron sharpens iron. And so at a time during a pandemic when we're at home, right, and there's not a whole lot of iron sharpening going on, um, or I guess people are probably falling into one of two buckets. Either you are like me and you're overwhelmed with all the things that are going on while nothing is going on, or you are kind of in the other bucket where of people who chose and were able to take this time to, you know, earn a degree or take a class or get a certification or up the ante in their personal or professional life in some way. And I commend those people. Um, I was one of those people and have done some things while we've been home during the pandemic that I'm super proud of, certifications and things like that. But there have been many other things that I have started that didn't go so well, um, that I started and was super excited about. And then as the world kind of shut down more and more, my excitement about said thing kind of just went out the window. Um, But I'm reminded today that there is still a need for you to be around people that help you to grow 
And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to a conference or you have to be at an event. But if in your circle, you are the smartest one, right? So if you are the only um, executive level person in your circle, or if you are the only fry cook, right? So you started out on the on the broom and now you're the fry cook, but you're the only fry cook. Everybody else in your circle is on the broom. Um, chances are you're doing the majority of the sharpening. Um, the, the goal is and should be to put some people in your circle that are at a level, at least a single level above you so they can help uplift you in those moments when you're not sure or you don't know what the next step should be. They can help to sharpen your iron. Um, I have not always subscribed to that. I have definitely been in situations in relationships where I was the iron and I wasn't particularly being sharpened. Um, and it made for a very dull relationship. I don't, that, that correlation kind of came out naturally. Uh, but anyway, it made for a very dull relationship because I was always the one sharpening. And what I found was that in times where I was at a crossroad, maybe professionally, and wanted some input or wanted some help or wanted some suggestions on how I should handle a situation, there wasn't anybody to help me. Um, there wasn't anybody to say, Let's talk through this and come up with a solution that would be workable for your particular situation. Um, I can recall going to someone with a situation and their response was, well, just quit. Well, as an adult with a family, right, and a job with benefits, just quit was not the answer. That's not the answer that... I could live with or that my bills wanted to hear. I needed to be able to have a round table about a real workable solution and just quit, isn't it? I mean, don't get it wrong. Like we've all been at a had a day at our jobs or even with our spouses or boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever. You're like, just forget it. It's not worth it. I'm out. But unless you are that tier of people that I do know some, I do know some personally, but if you, unless you are at that, that tier of people that have so many months of savings that they can just live off of, that they can just walk off of a job. Most of us can't afford to do that. We can't afford to just get upset and walk out. So you need people in your circle that understand, um, even if they are on a different level, that understand where you are, how to best help you, um, can offer some suggestions, can help you rethink things, reimagine things in a way that you might not have been able to do on your own. Um, I was reading some things and Robin Sharma, who is a Canadian writer, um, put out a quote that says, the swiftest way to triple your success is to double your investment in personal development. And so what I took from that is, Iron sharpens iron. It kind of all goes back to that for me. So what that means is I have friends that do all sorts of things and they do them really well. I've told you guys that before, but because they do them, because they do such a good job at them, they are able to extend olive branches to me when I need them, when I need their 
Hmm. When I need their expertise in a particular area, right? So if it's finances, I am really good friends with someone who's a CPA that I can reach out to and say, I need your opinion on this. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't pay them for their services or that you take advantage of their expertise. But having those people in your circle means that you can have genuine water cooler conversations with somebody who has a level of expertise in an area that you don't have. Um, and then in that moment, they get to sharpen, they get to use their iron to sharpen your iron, right? And then there will be moments that you should have a level of expertise about something that they don't have. And maybe not them specifically, but someone else doesn't have. And then in that moment, you get to sharpen their iron. I think about power couples. And typically, the most powerful couples that we see are couples where either one of two things, either they're both strong in the same area, but executed differently, right? Or... They are strong in two completely different areas, but they complement each other in a way that allows them to work at its best level. Um, I think about, obviously, Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? So the power couple. He is a rapper, but he is also a businessman. Like, he's a business man. And she is Beyonce. Like, she doesn't need any type of introduction or for me to tell you who she is or what she does. But when you think about them as a couple, you think about the power that exudes from them just from them walking into the room. Like if you're in a room and Beyonce and Jay-Z walk into the room, then you're in the room. Like not just any old room, not just in a conference room. If you're somewhere and B and J, I, I talk about them like they're the homies, right? Well, Beyonce is kind of my homie. She doesn't really know it, but whatever. I had to sing all her songs. Anyway, she's the homie. Um, if they walk into a room, then you already know just by the fact that they're in there, that you're in a room full of powerful people, people who are movers and shakers, people who you probably want to get next to for something other than a photo op. Um, you know that you're in the room. And so when you think about power couples, like they are the epitome of iron sharpening iron. They have committed to sharpening each other's iron maybe forever, but that is what power couples do. I think about my own personal power couple, right? So my mom and dad, um, my father was heavy into street smarts. He knew um, what that looked like. He, you know, he had his head on a swivel at all times. Um he didn't sell drugs, but he was definitely had a hustler mentality, you know, owned his own business. My mom, on the other hand, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, was a nerd. She did not have any street smarts, um, but her common sense and her book sense were through the roof. So together, together they made an amazing couple and a power couple in their own right because where he lacked, she made up for the deficit and vice versa. Um, they protected and kind of caped for each other in a way that made them powerful in their own right. And so that is something that I have always been able to be proud of, but 
it didn't really hold a significant amount of weight for me until recently. Well, recently is relative, but in just most recent years where I evaluated my friendships and realized that not only do I know some really dope people, but like I have dope people in my circle. I have executive level people in my circle. I have people who know how to do things that I need to know how to do or would like to know how to do in my circle. Um, we're not all strong in the same areas, right? Um, again, I kind of go back to the CPA and kind of the financial piece. I could definitely do a better job with my finances. But the fact that I have people that I can reach out to whose phone numbers I have and I could text them that can give me encouragement in those areas is a big deal to me. Um, same thing with just knowing people professionally that you can call on, um, to have your support or bounce an idea off of, or, you know, can just, are just able to sharpen your iron when you are not, um, I, my degree is in psychology. And one of the things that I remember being told while I was in school was that all good therapists have a therapist. And I couldn't understand it at first. Like, so I'm coming to you because I have problems that I need you to help me solve. And you going to somebody else to help solve your problems or to tell them about my problems. But what it, it helped me to understand was that even the people best in their field go to someone else who they deem is stronger than them because everybody needs their iron sharpened, right? So I'm dumping all these things on, on my therapist as well as however many other clients they have. And then, you know, with, I guess, some expectation that they would just hold it or deal with it. But the reality is they also, in terms of self-care, need to have someone that they can go to to sharpen their iron, the same way that they, within the confines of therapy, are sharpening my iron. And so I really just wanted to take some time to encourage you to evaluate your circle. Um, it doesn't mean that everybody in your circle has to be executive level right? It doesn't mean that everybody in your circle has to be above where you are. What it does mean is that your circle should be diverse. I also read where it says you are the, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time around. So if you were to evaluate your circle, evaluate the people you spend the most time around, evaluate where you're getting your iron sharpened, or where you are allowing someone to sharpen their iron most of the time, then the reality is, where does that leave you? Where does that leave your knife? Where does that leave you in the drawer alongside the other knives? Is that the reason why you haven't been able to grow to the next step? Is that the reason why you've become comfortable and or complacent in professionally or personally or in your relationship? Is it because the people that are around you aren't sharpening your iron? Is it because you are the only one doing the sharpening? And the reality is maybe the evaluation of your circle helps you to realize that you are comfortable when you're the one sharpening the iron. Which, you know, everybody doesn't want to grow. Everybody doesn't want to be the CEO. Everybody doesn't want to be the president. 
Everybody doesn't want to be on fries, right? Um, that was another lesson that I had to learn early in my professional career because I couldn't understand why people did not want to move up. People did not want to advance. And I remember my mama being like, some people just don't. Everybody don't want to supervise. Everybody don't want to be in management. Everybody doesn't want respons that responsibility. And so I've had to learn that. But what I'm saying to you guys is that a circle audit is necessary because if you want to grow, if you want to be able to expand into areas that you maybe aren't strong in, or even if you want to just be able to expand in your own area or get better in your own craft, then you should have a circle of people that is diverse, that people are strong where you are not, you are strong where they are not, and then there also should be some people in your circle that are already where you're trying to go. So in this podcast journey that I have started on that I'm dragging y'all along with me, um, sorry, kind of not sorry. I have people, I've pulled people close to me that do all sorts of creative things. So I have people that um, write I have people that do podcasts. I have lots of people who listen to podcasts. I have people who are, I call them creatives. Um, they are thinkers and writers and poets and, you know, talkers and therapists that I go to when I have a thought or when something's going on. Um, because although they may not be manifesting those things in the same way, that I am trying to manifest in terms of a podcast, their insight is still helpful for me because it helps to diversify what it is I'm trying to do. And it helps to give me some insight um, from people who think the same way that I do, but a bit more elevated depending on the area that they're in. And so, you know, I would encourage you to reach out to people, figure out how to get in circles with people that are doing things that you would like to be doing or that just know things about things that you don't know anything about. That sounds probably really simple and it's not as simple as it sounds, but, you know, everybody wants to be rich, but the reality is if you don't know any people that you deem rich because again rich is relative right rich to some people is i just want to make a six-figure salary rich to other people is i want to make a six-figure salary i want six figures in my savings account that i never touch i want to be able to do da 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 you know rich to some other people is wealth on a whole nother like whole nother spectrum that we can't even imagine right but the reality is if even if you're i want to be rich is i want to make six figures if you don't know anybody personally that's making six figures or even on their way to making six figures you won't ever really know what it even takes like you can read about what it takes but being able to pick up the phone and call somebody that's doing the work that's done the work 
that is succeeding at the work will outweigh anything you can read any day. Like get you somebody, even if you're like two people removed, get you somebody that at least knows somebody that can have those conversations. So you can find out if you're even on the right track. And I would encourage you that if you have settled into being the smartest person in the room or the, the, the one in your circle with the biggest house or the one in your circle with the biggest whatever thing is important to you. So for some people, it's not about, you know, materialistic things, houses and cars and things like that. So if that doesn't matter to you, then having the biggest house doesn't matter. But if you are the one in your friendship circle who has the biggest X whatever the X thing is, then I would encourage you to get some friends or, or, you know, get involved in some things or meet some people or thrust yourself into something that would challenge those boundaries and allow you to grow, allow your iron to be sharpened. Um, it's scary. It is vulnerable. Um, take it from somebody who's going through it right now it is scary is is an understatement um it is it can be extremely taxing but the benefit the outcome is worth it and i just i'm excited i'm excited about it personally uh i'm excited for anybody that can take that and kind of run with it and allow your iron to be sharpened because it's a vulnerable space, but it's necessary. And so we're about to go into a new year and hopefully this pandemic uh, lightens up, gets its foot off our necks so that we can travel. That would make me happy, just some travel, um, but also do some things that we maybe have not been able to do this year. But also just consider in doing those things, consider putting yourself in a position to have your iron sharpened. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode two. Please be on the lookout for episode three coming soon. But until then, be nice, but be authentic. Because yeah, I'm listening.